You are Locked On Padres. Your daily San Diego Padres podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another edition of the Lockdown Padres podcast, which is part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day for Friday, November 20th. My name, of course, as always, is Javier Reyes, your host of this here Lockdown Padres podcast. Check in and follow the Twitter page for the show, which is at LO underscore Padres, or my personal account, which is at Javapeno, and that's spelled J-A-V-I-I-P-E-N-O. And if you feel so inclined, please hit me up on either of those two accounts with any questions, comments, or concerns you might have i might just answer them i did it last friday i did it last friday i did a mailbag go check that out and also you can hit me up on the gmail which is lockdownpodries at gmail.com maybe if you got a little more in-depth type of question you'll want to shoot my way um but for today's pod guys look i have all season you know i've i'm a little bit disappointed in myself because i had not talked enough about fantasy baseball fantasy baseball is one of my great passions i remember i first got into it a long long time ago i believe i actually started fantasy football first but got into fantasy baseball with a a friend of mine, and then started doing my other leagues on the side. But I remember, like, to this day, one of my favorite drafts ever was what I drafted with my friends. We did a giant fantasy baseball draft, and a lot of them are still my close friends, and we don't actually, a lot of them don't play fantasy baseball. They don't really care about baseball, but we did this, like, super auction draft at my friend's house. It's this, It was a really poorly set up league, and I'm not even blaming my, my league manager. Like, we, we wanted to do something crazy and really deep and all that, having only one position, uh, all, all these different rules that we had, and, like, you know, keepers, and make it, like, this giant thing, and unfortunately, with people who don't necessarily care about baseball, that didn't last as long, but still, the draft itself was so much fun there were slap fights going on like slap boxing going on because people took each other's players people bidding like 90 dollars on mike trout it was just it was an absolute blast one of my favorite memories ever but uh anyway moving on that little bit of a tangent um just wanted to uh have scott cullen on and talk some fantasy baseball and i felt like that would be really fun in part one we're talking about fantasy in general and how it was like in this kind of year and in covid like what it was like uh doing fantasy sports this year especially in baseball and then in part two which we'll get to later uh that's gonna be on the and stuff, but for now, guys, you're gonna really enjoy this discussion. I've been talking long enough without further ado. Let's go! All right, everybody, here we go. A special podcast, one that honestly, it's it's overdue. It's overdue because I've mentioned before on my podcast that I am a fantasy addict, whether it be football, whether it be basketball, and of course, baseball, as this is a baseball podcast after all. And in order to talk about all those things, I want to bring on Mr. Scott Cullen, host of the Locked On MLB, or Locked On Baseball, Locked On Fantasy Baseball podcast. Uh, Sir, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. How are you doing, Javi? I'm doing really good, man. And I'm really excited to talk about fantasy baseball because I'm a nerd. And uh, I love talking about this stuff because, <laughs> you know, it, even in a season that, of course, is hampered by an ongoing pandemic and all this stuff, you know, there we still got to play some fantasy baseball in some ways. But before we get into kind of my Padres sector questions for you, what was it just like participating in fantasy baseball this year? Because, you know, football for fantasy football, it's still going on and you're still probably going to get your 13, 14 week regular season in the playoffs and stuff. But for baseball, yeah. it was a lot shorter. So what was it like kind of uh, navigating through that this year? Yeah, I would say it was really weird uh, because as soon as you knew that it was going to be a season that was 60 games long, you, it, I mean, fantasy baseball requires enough luck to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you, there's injury risk and, and all these things that you need to go right if you're going to win. Well, now that you decided it's a 60 game season, you're just, it's a roll of the dice, mm-hmm. um, you know, because you're talking that that's two months worth of baseball and 
Um, you know, the people who who dig deep into statistics will tell you, oh, that, you know, you need two seasons or three seasons for for sample sizes to really normalize. Well, two months is nothing. And, and yeah. so, you know, you really if, if you were playing fantasy and, and, you know, a guy goes in a slump for a couple of weeks, you either had to you know make a decision. All right. I'm getting rid of this guy and moving on or, you know, or ride it out and having to do all those things kind of accelerated in real time. Uh, it, it made it a, a lot different, I guess, than, than what normal fantasy is. Because one of the one of the strategies I would say I typically have is not to panic, not to uh, you know react mm-hmm. to something that happens over a week or two, because it's a six month season usually, and you have time to uh, you know to make up uh, any deficits. But you know when we're talking a two month season, that time just wasn't there. Yeah, it, that's hundred. Yeah, that's how I feel too. You got to be patient because. And it's funny because in baseball, unlike the other sports, you really, I mean, man, you just can't overreact to small things. But there are guys this year that did perform well that I imagine if you traded them away, you probably helped yourself out a lot because you probably had to give up at some point. Guys like Christian Yelich, who if Mm -hmm. it was a regular season size, I probably wouldn't give up on that guy. But, you know, four weeks in, you only have like, what, three or four left and you're like i mean if i could get some value for this guy who knows in a regular season yeah you don't trade that guy you just don't i mean he's he was he was mvp not too long ago he's a a steel guy he's a home run guy and all of a sudden he's just he just stinks and then there's some other guys who you know i don't know like tosokar hernandez who is maybe someone who you might i'm naming people now that were on my fantasy team this year you (laughs) might regularly like trade away and sell high on but then you're like i mean who says they can't keep it up for just three more weeks? It's possible. It's Will Myers. I mean, for heck's sake, like that guy yeah. has had hot streaks for his whole career. And this year it just happened to be for a whole season in a smaller sample size. So I think that was really interesting. What are some other guys you think that were maybe disappointing, but it's hard to call them disappointing because just, you know, it's a small sample size. So you don't really know if this is something that's going to be a ongoing trend, I guess. Yeah, well, you know, your your example of Yelich is great because I actually started the season with like a special feature on my podcast about, you know, we're doing mm. the Christian Yelich watch because I can't believe how awful this is going. <laughs> and for a guy who, you know, coming into the season, we're talking a top five fantasy pick, you know, that mm-hmm. you expect, oh, it's Ronald Acuna Jr. and Mike Trout and oh, and Christian Yelich. Yeah, those are those are the guys who you expect to go right at the very top. And he's he was struggling along there hitting like under 100. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. weeks into the season. And and so that's the kind of thing that, as you say, in a regular season, you know, you would wait it out and, and, and he did, he started to come around, but really, you know, you go in the tank for three weeks in an eight week season, it's really hard to, mm-hmm. to come up with uh, good numbers overall. So uh, I think like, you know, one of the guys who I really liked coming into the season that, um, I mean, he didn't have an awful season, but he ended up hitting like 213 was uh, the center fielder for the uh, the A's. And because the year before, mm-hmm. I basically I was looking at his numbers and I'm like, you know, he's kind of a five tool guy, just, you know, not elite five tool guy, but he can give you steals and home runs. And he was hitting for average. And, you know, you could accumulate all those things and go, yeah, this guy's pretty good. And you probably don't have to pay a real premium to get him. And then, you know, he he had an okay season, but like I said, he hit 213. And, you know, when, mm-hmm. when you hit in, and that's one of your categories, well, so suddenly uh, the, the value starts to fade away pretty quickly. And, but I mean, this is one of the things that I'm kind of doing on the, the, uh, the fantasy uh, podcast right now is 
is looking at player performance that exceeded expectations in 2020 and then guys who uh, missed on expectations in 2020 with the caveat that the guys who were good in 2020 doesn't necessarily mean they're good and the guys who were bad in 2020 doesn't necessarily mean they were bad. You have to be really careful about you know passing judgment on uh, such a short season. Um, 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 oh. My bad, everybody. I didn't see you there. I'm just chewing on one of them old yummy Built Bars. Oh, you don't know what a Built Bar is? Oh, you noob. Well, let me tell you about them, guys. First of all, they're covered in 100% chocolate. They're soft and easy to chew. And there's 12 original flavors. Coconut, almond, raspberry, German chocolate, peanut butter, banana bread, mint brownie, salted caramel, double chocolate, orange, toffee almond, coconut, peanut butter, brownie. Woo, this, all those flavors, I know, crazy, right? And guess what? Even if those don't sound particularly ple- pleasing, I understand because mint brownie and even something like maybe salted caramel aren't typically the type of flavors that I love, but I love the Built Bar versions of them. And they've got six new flavors coming in. Caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp. That is right. If that doesn't get you hungry by just saying those flavors, I, I don't know what's wrong with you, right? But on top of that, they're protein bars and they are super healthy for you. They're great for the keto diet thanks to high fiber high protein low sugar and a low amount of calories so if that all sounds good and i mean how doesn't it sound good you can go to builtbar.com and use promo code locked on and you'll get 20 percent off your next order remember that is promo code locked on for 20 percent off at builtbar.com yeah for sure let me just ask you really quickly before i go into kind of uh the, the season mm-hmm. with the Padres or whatnot i want to ask you i didn't mention this beforehand but i got a Look, I, I I wrote about this for a website because I'm, you know, insufferable and all that, but I thought it'd be funny. Look, here's the thing. This year in my fantasy baseball league, and I, I need to get more of some an experts uh, uh I guess feeling <laughs> on this, right? So yeah. my my fantasy league manager, I believe, is a fascist. So the biggest <laughs> thing here is that he changed the rules because these are these, you know, oh statistic analytics type of dudes, people who and what's hilarious about them is at least one of them doesn't even watch baseball all that much. I mean, if we're being, he would never like a gun to his head. He would admit he doesn't even watch the baseball games. Right. And he's trying to tell me that we're cool with using runs created. Right. What? And we're cool with using no home runs as a category home runs, you know, mm. the foundational category of all of baseball. Yeah. And instead we're using runs created. I think it was, Oh, oh, you get penalized for strikeouts. Not in the not like, oh, your 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 average, yeah. your batting average is low, but like you have to win strikeouts as a category. The lesser wins that category. Okay, okay, okay. And then mm. we have K per nine, no quality starts, no wins. And what was the other one? We have, I think we had oh, what was it we had? Dang it. I'm trying to remember what we had. Um this is always the, the risk one? with with <laughs> the the fancy stats. And and I say this as somebody like I'm Totally into baseball analytics. I, I like them a lot. But in, in look, there's a part of me that would like to try, you know, playing a league based on just war or something like that. Like I, I'd be I'd be interested in trying. But uh, when you're talking fantasy and you decide to start switching the categories, you really have to have buy-in from the people who are playing. Because if you <laughs> if you like, it's really easy to get into fantasy. When you know that, okay, I'm looking at runs scored, I'm looking at home runs and RBIs and batting average. Like I realize the statistical value of an RBI is is not that not that great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But this is the game we're playing, okay? And so you can you can <laughs> handicap it however you like. But 
you know, once you go through all those categories and you go, okay, well, this is, you know, what a standard league is. If you want to tweak that a little bit, fine. I think when you start, you know, veering way off and saying things like, yeah, we're not going to count home runs and we're not, okay, well, you know, you're probably looking for somebody other than me to play in your league is, is how I end up with, with at that case. Yeah, it's just like, and, and hold on, let me let me find what it was again. Hold on. Oh yeah, for pitching we used on base average, WHIP, K per nine, ERA, and then for batting it was K's, like the less K's the better. Runs mm-hmm. created, OBP, and slugging. So, and then and then here's here's what happens, Scott. Here's what happened. I love that I just get to roast my friend, and I hope he. <laughs> Here's what ended up happening. People were using, I don't know if you noticed, there's no quality starts or wins there. So people sure. were using a lot of just random bullpen guys. All the middle and they relievers. They were like, yeah, all middle relievers. And they were like, dude, but like quality start is so arbitrary because it's only five innings. What if what if you go five innings, get up nothing? I'm like, yeah, that's what ERA and Whipper for, you dumb mother, you know? Like, that's <laughs> yeah. what we use that for. We Why are we trying to be super smarter than everybody else? That's what it felt like. And then... You know, I also don't like the argument of that. It's just kind of like fantasy baseball is for fun. If you want to kind of get into mm-hmm. the deep stats, you go to fan graphs and you go to Statcast. You know, like you go to websites yeah. like that if you want really in-depth stuff. Hey, guess what? When I'm watching a baseball game and I see Mike Trout hit two home runs, I don't go, oh, man, I wonder what this did for his runs created. Who does that? <laughs> Not a single person in the world does that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. But yeah. It's nice to know that when he hits two home runs, that that counts for your team that he got two home runs. Yeah, it's like make it like, you know appease uh i i pleasing you know not, not all this yeah. nonsense so it was ridiculous and i didn't lose a single game this season i went one oh and five i got five draws because you know that's just how it goes my team i was just so frustrated i'm like why am i losing to a dude that's using because it's like what's more impressive going six innings and doing well or one inning I don't yeah. know. Mm, I might go the latter, so maybe we use the latter. But whatever. Uh, my opinion means nothing because I'm not, you know, studying math in college apparently. And cut, everybody. That about does it for part one. I hate to cut it off. I know you guys must be itching at the bit to hear about them Padres uh, fantasy type of uh, perspectives. But going to cut it off for now, guys. You can look forward to that part two on Monday. And you can look forward to a ton of other stuff. Actually, yesterday I recorded uh, this uh, giant podcast with Ryland Styles of Lockdown Royals where he basically talked about how to assemble the great Thanksgiving. That will be a multi-part extravaganza that you can look forward to uh, next week. And then also I am recording with uh, a special guest that I won't reveal just yet about some of our little free agency predictions and what we come to expect. And that should be a lot of fun. So guys, do not worry. The podcast goes on. The show goes on, ladies and gentlemen. So without all being said, guys, that about does it for today's edition of the Lockdown Padres podcast, the only pod that may be better than the Padres themselves. Remember to subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcast from, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Himalaya, Overcast. Just search it up in the old search bar or whatever and on your podcast preferred podcast platforming app. I'm getting a little tongue twisted there. Uh, then you'll probably find it. I, I Actually, you won't probably find it. I guarantee you'll find it, guys. And if you do me a favor and send me some five-star reviews on the Apple Podcast app. I would greatly appreciate it. Remember to follow the Twitter account for the show, which is at LO underscore Padres, or my personal account, which is at Javapeno. And until next time, stay safe, and of course, stay faithful. My fire faithful homies, take care.